Welcome to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with your host, accountant and author Carol Topp, the homeschool CPA. Carol takes confusing topics such as money and business and puts them into clear English. She's ready to share her knowledge with you on today's show. Well, hello, everyone. This is Carol Topp from homeschoolcpa.com. Welcome back to the Homeschool CPA podcast here at the Dollars and Cents show. Um, I'm recording this on the first day of spring, but boy, it does not look like spring outside uh, today in Cincinnati. Well, we had about two inches of snow, (laughs) but I hope it's beautiful by the time you're listening to this podcast. And I hope to see some of you this spring. I will be at several homeschool conventions, and I look forward to seeing some of you. Will you be in Atlanta in the spring? I will be. I will be attending the Teach Them Diligently conference in Atlanta, Georgia, April 5th, 6th, and 7th. And then the next week, immediately following that, I'll be in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's where I live at the Great Homeschool Convention. That's April 12th, 13th, and 14th. And then I will also be at another Teach Them Diligently conference in Columbus, Ohio. That's in June, early June, uh, 7th, 8th, and 9th of 2018. So I hope to see you at one of those homeschool conventions. And of course, if you can't make a homeschool convention, although they are wonderful for information, shopping, a good shot in the arm, getting questions asked, well, there's always the podcast. (laughs) And that's uh, why you're listening today, I hope. Um, I want to talk to you today about running a homeschool organization. That's what I normally focus on, but in particular about dealing with conflicts in your homeschool group. Boy, if you've been a leader for any amount of time, you know that there are conflicts in homeschool groups, conflicts between people, and sometimes you as the leader are the one to mediate that. So I'm going to try to give you some tips of what I've learned by being a homeschool leader and, and just talking to lots of homeschool leaders about how we can deal with the conflict that comes up because people are people. Well, usually I have found that the source of conflict in a homeschool organization kind of stems from kind of two two different things. One is sometimes poor communication, sometimes on your part. Um, you, you didn't communicate things clearly, fully, you didn't communicate them often enough, or sometimes you didn't communicate them in the way the person expects to hear them, meaning you said it out loud and they work better with emails or newsletters. So anyway, sometimes poor communication is, is a cause for conflict, meaning there was misunderstanding because of the poor communication. But more likely, the cause of conflict in any group of people, but especially in a homeschool group, comes from differences in people's expectations, differences in their values, and maybe differences in their opinions, opinions about everything, opinions about what homeschool curriculum is the best. One homeschool leader told me there was an argument breaking out in her homeschool co-op over spelling curriculum or something like that. You know, we as homeschool parents... Uh, I have a tendency to be pretty passionate people and pretty opinionated people, and and that can cause um, problems in the group. But I also find that differing expectations can cause a lot of problems, and you as the poor leader might not even know that a homeschool per mom, parent, comes into your group with expectations about what your group will deliver, about what the group will be like, and she may be disappointed, and that can cause conflict. So um, in, in my book, homeschool co-ops, how to start them, run them, and not burn out. I talk pretty early in the book about dealing with these expectations that people have 
Um, try to get them to voice what those ex- expectations are and then make it quite clear that your homeschool co-op is not going to be all things to all people and you're probably not going to meet a lot of their expectations. <laughs> but in terms of dealing with conflict, it's really probably best to be proactive and I have a couple tips of that, you know, kind of nip it in the bud, stop the conflict before it gets too far along. Well, how do you do that? Well, one is you have to have your ears and eyes open for what could be potential sources of conflict, like, again, poor communication or um, different expectations or opinions. And you kind of set the tone, like, you know, we have more in common than we have different here, so I don't think this is a healthy conversation to have over differing spelling curriculums. <laughs> you know, trying to set a positive tone and not a negative tone. You might also want to have a very clearly written policies, like what are your policies about bringing sick children in? What are your policies about uh, the use of, you know, cell phones in the class or something like that? Um, What are your policies about how long a person can be in your group and not pay or not participate? These are all very clear policies that should be communicated so that when a conflict comes up, you can say, you know, you agreed to our policy that says if you hadn't paid your fees by the end of the first month, you weren't welcome back. Okay, it's a policy. It means you're not having a personal conflict with this person. They're in violation of the policy. And you might want to create a conflict resolution policy. Uh, I have some examples in the book Homeschool Co-ops, which you can find at Amazon in both paperback or uh, ebook format or at my website, homeschoolcpa.com. You can find it there too. And, um, oh, maybe I put in four or five different, very short conflict resolution policies These that, that from homeschool groups. These are like a paragraph long. Okay, but they kind of spell out here is the the way we're going to handle conflict. And, um, you know, of course, you try to, like I said, nip it in the bud or deal with it at a personal level first and then take it to the leadership, uh, which is very awkward for most people. Most people are having a conflict with somebody don't want to go to that person personally and say, you know, you said something that offended me. Yeah. Instead, they would like to talk to other people about it, which is what we call gossip. And that's not helpful. So, you know, one thing I did when um, my kids were growing up was I would rehearse. So uh, before you go to somebody that you're having a conflict with, you might want to help the, the member of your group rehearse what she will say. You know, so like, for example, if someone comes to you and says, I've got a conflict or I'm disagreeing with this person or so-and-so has made me mad, uh, you rehearse with them what you might go to that person and say. Like, you know, when you were making comments about how all the teenagers are lazy, I took great offense at that because my teenager's not. And she rehearses with you. That way she's dealing with the conflict on a personal level. Maybe even you go with her, but keep silent just so she knows she's got some backup in this very difficult situation of going face to face with somebody you have a conflict with. I want to recommend a book for you all as homeschool leaders, and it's called The Peacemaker. A Biblical Guide to Resolving Personal Conflict by a man named Ken Sandy, S-A-N-D-E. So that's called The Peacemaker, again. Um, Even if you are not a faith-based organization, you'll find uh, most of the material in his book to just be common sense for dealing with human beings. So um, I just want to touch a little bit about what this book, uh, The Peacemaker, has in it and what Mr. Sandy recommends that I think might be helpful to you. Okay. First of all, he points out that there are three methods of dealing with conflict. Two are not good. 
One is good. The two methods that are not good for dealing with conflict are to escape and to uh, attack. And to just escape conflict would be to just, you know, just prefer to avoid it. You know, pretend it doesn't there, pretend it didn't happen, just stuff it down. And sometimes that's appropriate if it's done as just forgiving an offense, that's fine. But when it's, it might escalate because you've not really dealt with the issues at hand. So that's escaping, usually not an appropriate way to deal with real conflict. But the other one is worse. That's called attack. And and that's where the some people see a conflict as a competition. And they, they think that they have to win. They have to beat the other person. And especially strong, confident people like most homeschool parents are, they will use this technique, attacking the other person in order to beat them because they see life as a competition. Those are inappropriate ways to deal with conflict. Uh, the most appropriate way to deal with conflict, and hence the name of the book, is peacemaking. Peacemaking. Lovely. Peacemaking uh, involves a couple of things. Uh, of course, Mr. Sandy takes a whole book to explain this, and I really do think you should read it. Maybe your board should read it and discuss this. But one aspect of, of peacemaking is is called um, just overlooking, just overlooking an offense. So, you know, when there's a conflict in your group, you might ask the people having a conflict, you know, do you think you can just overlook this? In other words, it's not big enough to fight about, like a spelling curriculum, like a fight over spelling curriculum. You know, can we just let this go um, and forgive um, if there's been a wrong? But, but sometimes it's not easy to uh, just overlook an offense because you have been offended. So that would be maybe the next um, aspect of peacemaking, which would be reconciliation. Now, reconciliation involves confession of anything you might have done wrong or said wrong or assumed about a person that was inappropriate. And what it does is it it gently <laughs> tries to restore the relationship. So of course, reconciliation, like, like almost all conflict resolutions, should be done privately, not not in public. So, you know, you, you're taking individuals aside and talking to them about, hey, how can we restore the relationship here? Um, or again, we're, we should not be out to attack or to win or to beat the other person, but restore a relationship. That's what I loved about this whole book. It was just a beautiful model of how the goal of conflict resolution is restoring the relationship. Sometimes uh, the, the last, sometimes that doesn't work, the restoring the relationship. And then you kind of fall back on um, maybe negotiation where each side has to bargain and give a little bit. And it's kind of a agreeing to disagree. And sometimes in negotiation, no one comes away particularly satisfied, but maybe at least the conflict is settled. So I, I want to I share a real-life example from my own homeschool co-op when I was involved in a co-op. There was a conflict between two women who um, were strongly opinionated <laughs> about the nursery. See, one of the moms uh, in the nursery... She was kind of in charge of it. She was sort of uh, back to nature, didn't want to use any harsh chemicals on cleaning the nursery. You know how you clean the toys and you wipe everything down so that, you know, kids don't get sick. She only wanted to use natural ingredients. Well, there was also a mother in our homeschool co-op who was a pediatrician. And she felt very strongly that these natural products were not going to kill the germs. The whole point of cleaning the nursery was to kill the germs and she wanted to use bleach. Well, natural mama didn't want to use bleach. Okay, 
So one day our director got up in front of the whole co-op. This was public, but the I want to say the conflict was settled privately between the two women. And what she did was she said, I want to commend these two women who had a conflict, differing opinions, differing values, even differing expectations, but yet they worked together to find a solution. So the natural mama would email products uh, information to the pediatrician mama and and say, what do you think about this? Is it strong enough to kill enough of the germs? You know, um, and and they worked, and they end up finding a product that made them both happy. I guess that would probably be and the negotiation. They each gave a little bit. Um, you know, the the pediatrician mom didn't get bleach, and the natural mom probably didn't get the product she really wanted. But they they worked through the conflict, and and our director got up and wanted to use they their situation as an example of how to solve conflict well and look i remember that that probably happened 10 years ago but i still remember how proud i was of those women and the example they set of how you could solve conflict in a wonderful uh, peacemaking way so again highly recommend this book the peacemaker uh, by ken Sandy, S-A-N-D-E. I think it will serve you well. He obviously goes on for a whole book (laughs) talking about many more things. But, you know, I I do share a little bit more in my book on homeschool co-ops if you kind of want the uh, Cliff Notes version of Mr. Sandy's book. Um, But, you know, it it wouldn't hurt for one of your board members to brush up, read the book, and then maybe, you know, do a book report (laughs) to your board just to share with you what they've learned. They, They will end up setting the tone, the tone that, you know, um, we're here about relationships. We're not here about attacking each other or, or beating each other up. We're here because we have more in common than we have se- separating us. And what we have in common is a desire to homeschool our kids and to raise the best kids we can. And you know what? They're watching. So let's all be good examples of how to solve conflict in our homeschool groups. So I hope this podcast was helpful to you. Uh, If you need more information about how to run your homeschool group, I hope you know where to find me over at homeschoolcpa.com. Thank you for joining the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with Carol Topp here at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. For more helpful information, visit Carol at her website, homeschoolcpa.com.